This episode of Undaunted is brought to you by Hip Hops, the collectible beer card game. Yeah, it's a deck of cards featuring 44 craft beers from all around the world. And it's a game that you can actually play with your friends while drinking beer. So cruise on over to hiphops.cards, use the promotion code RITUALMISERY, get free shipping. It's an amazing game. You should try it out. Hello and welcome to Undaunted, where each episode I have talked with fellow podcasters from all walks of life and discuss what went well, what went wrong, and what just didn't matter. We'll share the good, the bad, the many laughs and lessons along the way. I'm Amos, and today I'm joined by Jeff King of, Un- of United Geeks Network <laughs> and AllUsGeeks.com. How are you doing today, Jeff? I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, having me on. This is a, we, hey. We've already had an awesome conversation pre-recording, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, well, and you know the uh, the Patreon supporters will will be able to hear that because I published the the full thing on the uh, on the Patreon site. So, um, meanwhile, you are a busy man in the world of, of podcasting. You've got uh, several podcasts, and you're a voiceover artist, and uh, not to mention you've got a, a you know a day job. I do. I do have a day job, <laughs> uh, and, and, and a lot of people don't understand how I I actually do that. And some days I don't understand it either. Yeah. (laughs) And actually I I had, um, I've got three active podcasts right now. I had a fourth one, uh, but it was a fan cast for a show that got canceled. So that one got taken away from us, uh, without, without our say. Oh yeah. Well, um, so you, you, uh, you podcast about geek stuff, really, uh, games, uh, Kickstarter, that kind of stuff. Um, how did you get started into all that stuff? Uh well yeah all us geeks is the kind of the flagship of United Geeks Network which is a um, online media network it's, it's not just podcasting uh so we have bloggers and YouTubers and all that stuff so but all us geeks kind of kicked it all off and really I, a lot of times when I tell the story and and it it sounds funny but at the same time it's actually true so me and my friend uh were at a convention a gaming convention a tabletop gaming convention um one of our local ones. And, uh, I've kind of been in and out of the gaming community for years now. We, we kind of, uh, created our local gaming groups. Uh, I ran a gaming convention for four years. And so I've had a lot of connections and I've known a lot of people. And one of the people, uh, that happens to go to the same convention with us is a game reviewer, Mm -hmm. um, a a fairly well-known game reviewer, my buddy undead Viking, uh, Lance Mixter. Uh, he's, he's a great guy. And I introduced him to my friend. And by the time the, uh, convention was over, first of all, I got con crud like a lot of people do. So I got really sick, uh, horribly sick by the end. I had no voice. I was downing NyQuil like it was, you know, orange juice or water. Uh, and my friend comes on our way home and says, you know what, Jeff, we could do that. We, we could do game reviews. We could do all that stuff. So I always like to say that Alice Geeks was kind of born out of me being sick and downing NyQuil like crazy and just thinking this was a good idea. <laughs> so my, my what my friend wanted to do, though, was a YouTube channel. Uh, he wanted to do video. And at the time, I wanted nothing to do with video. I was like, I, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't ever want to do that. And, of course, you should never say the words ever. Um so I said, I said, let me think about this for a few days. And then I kind of came back and said, you know what? How about a podcast? I'm, I'm comfortable with audio. Um, I have a former life as a kind of a DJ um, that I, I've, so I, I'm comfortable around audio. 
I, I didn't have a problem looking at that and editing audio. I just didn't want to edit video. So we talked about it for a while, and he said, yeah, let's let's do it. And so we started All Us Geeks. Uh, we started it knowing that the core of it was going to be reviewing at least one game. But we also, we, we kind of call it, you're sitting at the gaming table with us. All the stuff we talk about is stuff we would talk about if we're sitting around, while we're sitting around playing games. So we talk about what we read, what we watch, you know, what else we've played, what we think about, you know, what geek news is kind of uh, current at the time and what our thoughts and stuff on it. So all of that stuff we decided to wrap into into our, our podcast. So it wasn't just we're going to review a game and then we're done and then you come back later and we'll review another game. Uh, you'll get that, but you also get us and our personalities and kind of um, off-the-cuff recommendations maybe or things that we don't like depending on what we're watching, reading, and playing, all that kind of stuff as well. Nice. Nice. So how was the uh, how was the initial transition into podcasting as far as the, the technicalities of it go? I mean, was it something that you'd already knew how to do or or was it uh, something you had to research and dig into? And, and uh, how has how your, uh, your, your, your recording stance changed from when you started recording your podcast to where it is now? Um, it wasn't, not, nothing has really changed as far as, I mean, most of the equipment and stuff that I have, I had at that time. So we started off probably, um, a little farther down the line than most people would and probably should start off. (laughs) Um, but again, I was kind of comfortable in that realm. So, I mean, you know, we've, we've got decent mics. I've got a mixer. I've got all that stuff. You know, you don't necessarily have to start that way. And, And a lot of times you probably shouldn't, especially if you're kind of still trying to decide if, if this is what you want to do. Um, so we were actually pretty, I mean, I think we were pretty fortunate. We got in, um, I mean, maybe some of the early episodes, you can kind of even hear me giving the guys a little crap because maybe they were a little less used to mics, so they would constantly be bumping the mics and stuff like that. Um, and after a while we kind of started leaving it in and me just giving them crap. And then, and sometimes even depending on the episode and how much I, I talked about it in the episode, I might even amplify it in the episode. <laughs> so make sure everybody could hear it, that kind of stuff. So little things like that. But as far as sitting down and having a conversation with a mic in front of us, it seemed like we kind of just did that very fluidly. And, um, it's kind of funny cause actually, the second, actually, uh, what we call our 1.5 episode, because we did a special episode right away, um, where we, you know, we, because every once in a while we'll do a 0.5, and usually that has nothing to do with gaming, but it's like, okay, this is the episode we're going to go spoiler deep in Game of Thrones this season, you know, that kind of thing. So we put it out as a 0.5, and we warn people up front, look, don't listen to this if you don't want to know anything, because we're not going to try to, you know, save you. Um, <laughs> but it was that second ep that, that 0.5 episode that we brought, uh, a guy I just met and he used to go to my co-host gaming night. Well, he still does. Uh, and he was, and he heard us talking about what we were going to record for the 0.5. And he said, Hey, can I come over and be a part of that? And it was like, yeah, sure. And now he's never left. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't remember how many episodes it took us to stop calling him the special guest. And then my original co-host is no longer on the show, and it's just me and Jordan now, the Canadian. Uh, and our friendship grew 
because of the podcast. I didn't know him before he started coming over to my house every other week to record. That is one question I had for you. It, it does sound like um, the podcast of yours that I've listened to, it sounds like you're all recording in the same space. It doesn't seem to be any, any telephonic lag or uh, internet lag or anything else. So do you actually record all together all the time? All us geeks, yes, we do. Oh man! All us geeks, we're we're in the room here, you know. Unless, of course, we somebody's on for an interview or something like that, obviously. But uh, yeah, uh, Jordan and I, you know, we live in the same town. Uh, we we get together. I mean, and that's you know, again, we review games. We review at least one game a main episode. So we get together. We make sure we play these games that people send us. Make sure we understand them. Uh, get our thoughts and opinions around them, and then we gather together every other week and and sit down here in the geek compound and and record and have a good time for a few hours. Oh, uh, that must be must be nice. Uh, I've on, <laughs> I've only ever uh, except for a few random special episodes with me and Kent, I've only ever done it via the internet. And uh, some of the uh, just just like uh, when we started today, when we started talking today, there was you know. I could hear something, but I couldn't hear you. You couldn't hear me, and right, <laughs> uh, like we're both trying to figure out what's going on with our setups and everything else. And it, for for about the first year, it seemed like me and Kent were doing that every single week. Now, my other two podcasts, um, my co-hosts are not here, so those we do record over the internet. Excellent. So you so you know the trials and and, uh, and troubles. <laughs> Yes, very much so. The the infamous <laughs> Skype fail and uh <laughs> um yeah, now now interestingly, I mean both of those we record differently for both of them. So one of them I record everything on my end and how it comes out is how it comes out. Uh and then the other one uh I record both on my end, but my co-host records his and sends it to me and I usually just use his and I just use what I recorded of him to sync up his track. Mm. Um, and then I dump it and use his his tracks for for the better audio. So I you know I, I do it both ways for my other two podcasts. You know that's uh, that's one of the things that I've learned. Uh, I, I know a lot of people use the the common track to sync up and everything else. And what I've found is I have, I not only do I enjoy it more, but I have found different aspects of listening to each track individually to try to find the starting point and you know start there as opposed to trying to match everything up according to the, you know, the common track and then dumping the common track out. So I actually don't do that at all. I listen to like the first 10 minutes of my audio to find the, you know, find where the, the podcast starts. And then I listen to Kent's first minute or first couple minutes and then I sync it up. But in doing that, I hear the tracks individually, which most of the times are little, little, um, intro you know we have like a 10 to 15 second intro before the music plays each time it's usually do, me doing something to make fun of kent and it's almost always something that i heard without my track playing i just hear kent's track and i'm like oh my god <laughs> out of context that is hilarious so i'll put that in there. <laughs> so that's yeah. a um I, the uh the draft picks that we were talking about before we started too um those i sync up as well and that's um sarah is in california and Jacob is in Germany. So every mm. once in a while, I get some really horrible lag. So that th- that podcast, depending on how bad their lag is, I might be constantly syncing while editing. Mm. So that one is my challenge. Mm. Yeah, my, my latest uh, latest lesson learned was in audition, uh, learning how to stretch audio. Um, <laughs> because uh, my, the last show that I recorded um, it, with uh, with Mary Nichols for this podcast, actually, 
uh, her her audio recording was just a hair faster than mine, and it was like an hour long episode. So by the time you know I got the front the beginning of it synced up, but by the time I got to the end, it was awful. It was like ten seconds out of sync. It was ridiculous, and I was like, ah, oh, I do not want to go through here and splice and everything else. So I learned how to stretch. It, it right, actually yeah. came out okay. I mean, but you know, I stretched myself and not my guest. <laughs> Cause I'd rather sound like you know sound Daffy Duck or whatever myself, but yeah, that was uh, that was interesting, and I always find it these little technical difficulties that just randomly pop up are almost always a learning experience, and it, it's something that makes you better as a podcaster. Um, what what are some of the things that you've come across that are unique to podcasting, or have led to you know uh, knowledge that's helped you out in another area that you discovered because of podcasting? Uh, help me out in other areas. Ooh, that's, that's an interesting question. I don't think I've thought about that too much. Um, you know, I mean, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, I am a voiceover, uh, a voiceover talent and I do that professionally. Um, it's, it's a part-time professional right now. Cause obviously, like we said, I do have my full-time job, um, and that I do Kickstarter consulting as well. And both of those came about because of podcasting, I would say. Um, if, if it wasn't for a podcasting, if it wasn't for how long I've been doing this, which all us geeks is going on four years now. Um, and I, I'll tell you right up front. One of the things I was going to say, uh, was, uh, all of those challenges and lessons, they don't go away. <laughs> they, they, you're still learning stuff, uh, four years later, um, and making mistakes four years later. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, because people, know my voice, uh, I guess, and, uh, listen to what I do. I mean, I've had people, I've done people's how to play videos when they want to teach people how to play their game. Uh, I've done, uh, some other stuff for them. So it just kind of led me down this path to, and, and I have a lot of people, you know, uh, a lot of people kind of try to get into voiceover with, Oh, I really like your voice. You know, people telling them how they, how their voice is so awesome. Uh, I don't fall for that, but you know, I've had enough people say, would you read this for me or would you do this for me? Or I'd, lo- I'd love your voice on something that um, I decided to kind of veer left, if you will, and and take a moment to I've actually done classes and, and sat down with somebody and got got instruction and and uh, learned, you know, what what is my voice good for and what are my chances as a voiceover artist? But I wouldn't have taken that leap without the podcast. And the same thing comes from Kickstarter consulting. It's, it's, uh, you know, I interview people that use Kickstarter every day. Um, and well, I mean, they use it and, and I don't, <laughs> I don't interview every day. Uh, I interview like every other week when there's somebody, uh, that, that needs me to be around. But, you know, it's one of those things where you'll hear it, you'll hear it a lot. And it's very true. The more you talk to other people, and you talk to them about your or their experiences, um, those experiences and some of that skill set and and kind of end up eventually making you, in a lot of people's eyes, an expert. Um, and that's kind of what happened to me with the Kickstarter side of things. I uh, I've interviewed a ton of people. Uh, I interviewed uh, my good friend now, Doug Lewandowski. Doug Lewandowski. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll kill me. Um, and at the time, him and his uh, friend John were doing a game, and it failed on Kickstarter. And myself and my co-host, uh, Jordan, kind of encouraged them and said, hey, look, you know, it's it's unfortunate this failed. You kind of you do understand where you 
went wrong a little bit and some of it was the marketing side of things and but we hope you you try again and from that they reached out and said would you be willing to be a consultant for us on our next launch you know we we appreciate you actually kind of believing in us and you know you guys are a big reason why we're even going to try again can you consult us and can you help us do marketing and one of the things we did was Doug and I did a series called The Road to Relaunch, where we went from everything they learned through him launching again to them having a successful second project. And just from there, I mean, I don't advertise that I do Kickstarter consulting. It's all word of mouth. The two people that I'm working with right now, other people referred uh, to me, and I was actually kind of on my way out of doing consulting. But, uh, you know, I, I, and I'm, I know the people that, sent them my way really well. And I, I know what these guys are trying to do. So I said, yeah, I'll, I'll jump on the band bandwagon at least two more times here and see how it goes. So, uh, just, yeah, though, I mean, things like that are, are kind of things that came out of doing the podcast. One of the things that I'd like to, I like to listen to people explain, um, is how do you measure success and where, like, as far as your podcast goes, cause you know, th- it's easy to say I have a successful podcast if your only intent is to put a podcast out there like you've succeeded you put it out there it's registered on itunes it's it's a thing um but how do you measure success and how how's that changed since you've started your podcast in 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 the beginning yeah well um right up front you know like we talked about before we started recording i don't i'm not a huge numbers guy um i know what they are um and we put them on our on our website right up front for everybody to see because some people are interested in that. Some people, you know, again, we're helping people promote their games or their Kickstarters. So for them to be able to see how many people are following us on Twitter and stuff like that, uh, how many downloads we get a month, all that kind of stuff uh, is valuable information for them. And I understand that. But for us, um, again, I'm I'm very social. I'm very into the community side of things. Um, I consider... Uh, everybody that's part of the United Geeks Network is family. I consider the people that listen to us kind of extended family. Uh, I've actually had game days at my house where we've had listeners come along with game designers and game publishers. Uh, so it's a, a nice mix. So for me, success is, well, one success is that uh, for all us geeks, I'll, I'll focus on that one for a minute. Success for that one is that Jordan and I still enjoy what we do. Uh, people actually reach out to us and, you know, we, I have never asked for a game. Uh, I just don't believe in it. I know some reviewers that do, and that's fine. That's their philosophy, but I've never asked for a game. So people seek us out to give us games. Now, um, a lot of people that try to get into game review are kind of like, well, why isn't anybody sending me games? I, I just said I would do it, you know? (laughs) And you know, it's like, do you have games on your own shelf? Well, yeah, but I want people to send me games. Well, how about you start with the games on your shelf and show them that you can review games? And that's what we did. You know, we started with stuff on our shelves. Like a proof of concept. But now, people, but now people seek us out. I don't remember the last time Jordan and I sat down and played a game that we pulled off the shelf because we wanted to play a game off the shelf. We've sat down because we have a tub full of games that people send us to review that we kind of need to get through. And that's a good problem to have for what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so things like that, um, listeners reaching out. I, I, again, I'm huge into that. So, uh, I know a lot of our core listeners, um, I have maybe not daily, but sometimes weekly or monthly conversations with them. I get emails out of the blue, uh, you know, those awesome emails, like every once in a while you kind of get 
to a point where you kind of go, why do I even do this anymore? Um, because let's face it, sometimes podcasting is a, a one-way street. Mm. Uh, you don't always get a ton of feedback. Uh, I have one podcast that ha- gets an amazing amount of feedback, and I don't know what to do with myself because it's unlike <laughs> the other two that I do. Um, but for all us geeks, we you know we we know who they are, and you know we've got Patreon supporters and and all that stuff, so we know those people are out there. But you know, every once in a while, we kind of get the "Is anybody listening? Why do we still do this?" And then that's about the time where you get that email where it's like, "Hey, you guys helped me through my day." Uh, if, if you guys weren't around, my job would just suck. Or, oh my God, that game you recommended was awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, what's your recommendation for this? You know that kind of thing. And and those little touches uh, that can constantly happen. And the fact that we interact with core people and know them by name, that to me makes what we do successful, as far as I'm concerned. That's uh that that runs fairly close to how me and Kent see it. We we've started using uh, the Ritual Misery podcast as a way just to keep in touch because we had spent um, a number of years where, you know, being in different countries and different sides of the world or whatever else and different family dramas. And, and, you know, at one point we both got divorced within kind of rapid succession of each other. And, uh, you know, just life was happening and we we decided, well, we're not going to let life happen again. So that's, that's a lot of what, what started the Ritual Misery podcast and it's, it's grown since then. So, um, but our, our top measure of success is that we're enjoying it and we're putting it out there and it's not a drag. And, right. uh, yep. you know, I, th- I think it's important that, that when you start a podcast or, or if you're wondering why you're doing the podcast to sit down and really think of what are you getting out of it? What are you expecting out of it? And, uh, if <laughs> the lower your expectations, yeah. the higher the satisfaction, <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah. Now, uh, my, the other two podcasts, so two bald geeks, which is the most horribly named uh, podcast ever. I don't know. You never I'm, know what it's about. I'm, I'm kind of nobody has. It. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You you can come on. <laughs> if uh, myself or Cyrus are ever sick, you can fill in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that one is the same thing. What you were just talking about. Uh, Cyrus is one of my very good friends. He's also a game reviewer. He's a well-known game reviewer. And but Two Bald Geeks is actually us getting together once a month, and uh, the the podcast itself is we review a horror movie once a month mm. but it's really to make sure that the two of us talk at least once a month mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's usually like an hour before we start recording and then we record and then there's an hour afterwards where we're just like hey buddy how's it going yeah. you know uh so that's that one and then the game crafter official podcast um is slightly different just because again it, that that official is in there because the game crafter company um one of their founders is who I do it with and we talk about their company and their community but JT and I are really good friends so that's another one where JT and I now talk once a week we make sure we talk once a week because we're doing that podcast but again it's usually like 45 minutes to an hour before half hour after uh, it's us catching up on what's going on in our lives. And I think that is awesome. So that is one of the things that podcasting has been really great for, as far as I'm concerned, is keeping in touch with really good people. And and having a common goal to put something out there and, and keep yourself on a, on a schedule to where it's not just, it doesn't just drift away. Um, mm-hmm. So, man, like th- this is one of those things where I can go on and on <laughs> and on and, and just ask ten, tens of millions of questions, but uh, that's not really the intent. Um, how do how do you uh how do you approach podcasting and how would you suggest someone you know new to podcasting come into it 
Yeah. One of the things I always like to tell uh, people that are thinking about getting in a podcast, because I've helped a couple people start podcasts. Uh, and, and one of the things, you know, you'll hear a lot. Somebody will tell you to sit down and record a few, uh, which I think is awesome. Definitely do that. Record a few, get you comfortable with the mic, uh, that kind of stuff. But I always tell people, take it one step further. Uh, take at least one of those. Don't just record it and say, okay, yeah, I'm, I, I can do this. Go through the entire editing process like you're going to publish it. You don't have to publish it if you don't want to, but go through the entire process because I always tell people if you get through the editing process and still want to do it, you have a passion for this. Especially in the early days. (laughs) Right. Because uh, I've said this quite a few times, like the very first one that we ever did, I, I do all the editing on all three podcasts. Um, so the fir- very first All Us Geeks we ever did, and again, uh, All Us Geeks, when we, especially when we first started out, our podcast would go anywhere from two to four hours. Mm. So I was doing all the editing on it. So I got done with the very first episode, and it was over a weekend, and my fiance was over on the couch, and I had my headphones on, and I, I got done. I was done. I was you know ready to publish it and everything. I took my headphones off. I looked over at her, and I said, you know what? Let's not talk the rest of this weekend because I am so sick of the my the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear my voice again. <laughs> and yep. yet, four years later, here I am still doing it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> when when I first started doing uh, because I do I I don't I'm not going to say all, but most of the editing and production and everything else for the Ritual Misery podcast, um, like ninety five percent of it. One of the things that I started doing is I'm I'm really OCD. So when I first started going through i was taking out all the ums and i was taking out all the all the long pauses and the and the breaths and everything else and i found that i was spending you know four or five hours editing a 45 minute podcast and i was like dude we, we just got to get better at talking into the microphone because i'm not going to get better at editing this shit out <laughs> yeah and and that's that's very common and, and i'll be honest uh four years later i still do a lot of that i've loosened up a little bit but i will take out a lot of stuff i always want everybody especially if somebody's coming on my show i want to make sure they sound as good as they possibly can uh so i i do do a lot of that the only you time i might do. not i mean if they're obvious ums and ahs i'll definitely take them out if they run into words then i i might not but in the early days i would always take them out and then re-listen it re-listen and if it's if it cut funny then i'd put it back in <laughs> Otherwise, if I could, if I could get it to a point where it didn't cut funny, I would leave it out. So I would, I would not only take out the um, I would spend maybe another fifteen twenty minutes making sure it sounded okay without it. And if it didn't, I would just control Z back and put it back and mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm right there. I mean, uh, you know, for it's it's not uncommon to go uh, four hours of editing per hour of audio. Which is why I also don't like video because it's usually closer to like ten hours per hour or whatever. I've uh, I've since adopted a very simple process for my editing. Uh, unless there's a technical glitch or a clear disruption of the flow of the conversation, it stays. Like <laughs> I, I I cut yeah. the, I, I chop the front, I chop the back, I listen to the the meat of the cast, and if there's not something that's just like as a listener, I'm like, what 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 the hell happened right there? It it stays, and then of course I'll, I'll I'll play with the levels to make sure that the the audio levels are, are okay. You know, there's no background noise, things like that. But as far as the the actual content itself, like that was that was one of the things for me. I had to let go of that because I was 
I just could not sit there and edit that much, you know, and, and still have somewhat of a family life and, and get up for work in the morning from a day job and everything else. It was just, I, I could, I would, I would still be on, on, you know, last year's episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I, I've loosened up a little bit, but I, to be honest, it's not that much. And I'm, I am one of those guys, especially if I, I, I usually don't listen to other podcasts with headphones on. Usually I'm listening in the car. So if, if I can tell something's off in the car, um, I get really irritated uh, because, again, in a car, that's that's your most, op, you know, not most optimal listening, but that's your most op- optimal time where somebody's not going to pick up if you've made a mistake because there's so many other noises kind of going right. on. So I, I get very did that really just happen? <laughs> kind of thing. I mean, I, I'm always in tune and I've actually, I've dropped podcasts because of certain things or they've consistently kept happening. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to listen to this anymore because it's grating on my nerves and I would have never done that right? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> general audio audio quality is my biggest pet peeve when I'm listening to other people's podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. Background noise or... You know, you can tell they don't have a pop filter and they need one because not everybody needs a pop filter. Not everyone has the plosives and the the super S's and everything else. I do. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> but not everybody yeah. needs a pop filter. But when you need one, you need one, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. to not have a pop filter and need one or to have so much background noise that I'm, I'm actually more interested in what's going on in the background than what's going on in the microphone, <laughs> you know. Um, or or times when uh, when the audio quality is just so... It's it's distorted. It's you know there's there's it's not even artifacts. It's chunks of random sound. You know, and it's like <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know if you didn't compress when you recorded or if you compressed too much for your final product. But some some obviously no one listened to this back before they pushed the publish button. You know, I can't do it. Like I I can't. Maybe I'm a snob for it, but I can't listen to it. It just it irritates the piss out of me. So yep, we we all have our our things, and especially. Within the podcast community, if if you're doing all that editing and stuff like that, you pick up certain things. Like there, there are. I, I want to be careful because I don't know if you are if if you do this on your other podcast. So if you do, I apologize in advance. <laughs> but one of the things that irritates the hell out of me, and I think we've actually got a couple on the network that have done it in the past. But um, this is not a radio show, right? I mean, unless unless you're doing it live and. Uh, have commercials and all that stuff, but when podcasts say they'll be right back, mm. um, I don't, I don't mind if you play a little bit of, you know, break music between segments or something like that. But you're not going anywhere. Your listener's not going anywhere. You're not on the radio. You're not, you know, you just continue on with your show. You're not going to be right back. That <laughs> I know that, and that's a personal thing of mine. I know that. That's yep. that's not everybody's opinion, but uh, that one bothers me, and I will. That that is one that will make me yell in my car every time. <laughs> uh, even on good podcasts that I really really like, if they do that, I'm like, oh come on, you're not going anywhere. I'm yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I actually listen to two podcasts that, that do something similar to that. Uh, one is stuff you should know, and they you know mm-hmm. we'll be right back after this you know after this the sponsor mm-hmm. or whatever you know, and it'll cut into the little theme music, do the sponsor bit, and it'll cut back, and it'll they'll they'll continue on, and it's distracting. But on the other side of it, it actually gives me a point which I can hit my forward 45-second button and skip past the advertisement that I've already heard 30 times, you know? Um, yeah. And the other one is uh, the Jury Podcast, and he plays music. Of course, he does it live, just like we're doing it live on Diamond Club TV. Um, he he hits the button and will sometimes kill the camera, 
and let the music play while he goes and gets another glass of water or goes <laughs> pee or whatever, comes back and then continues the podcast on a whole new subject like that. You know, he has it's a it's a, a three act you know show. Right. Um, See, so, and, and that's a little bit different, especially if you're doing it video and live video and stuff like that. That I understand. If and if I catch it as an if 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 you also release it as audio and I'm catching it as just audio, that I can understand. Uh, my co-host actually gave me crap for it because I did it uh, once, but it wasn't in the podcast, and that's the part he we we use Mixler to um, live stream our main episodes now. Mm. So right now we're not paying for the we're not paying we're using the free version which only lets you do an hour at a time now you can restart right away so every once in a while when we get close to time i'm like (laughs) all right guys that are listening to us uh you know we're getting down on time we'll be right back and he's like ah you just said you'll be right back i'm like yeah but that is not going to make it into the actual podcast so this is a legitimate reason to say it (laughs) Um, that's, that is one thing that, that really gets me about it. Like, like you were saying earlier, especially if you're a podcaster, when you're listening to other podcasts, it makes you hypersensitive to the things that, that especially the, the flaws, because everybody knows they have flaws. I, I know that I have flaws. I have a hard time um, communicating. My, my mind will go faster than my mouth can keep up. So I'll be three thoughts ahead of myself, and it'll take me a second to pause. <laughs> so when I hear someone else do that, I'm hypercritical of it. I'm like, you're doing this shit. I hate myself for you know, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, what, what do you? What other than than obviously the stuff that you don't do? Um, what do you hear your? What do you hear of yourself from other podcasts that you listen to that you're hypercritical of? Mm, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm hypercritical of other people for stuff that I do. I mean, I'm still hypercritical of myself, obviously. Uh, I mean, I, I know there's, I, I'll tell you right now, like this, one of this, and I, I've done several podcasts, uh, been on other people's podcasts. I'm always, uh, nervous because I'm not in control of the editing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Cause I know how I make myself sound on our own podcast. And it's not like I try, you know, it's things like that, that uh, 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 and maybe I'll repeat a word. I'll double up on a word mm-hmm. uh, going into a thought. Same thing, you know. Uh, even when I'm typing, I do the same thing. My my head is two sentences ahead, and then somewhere along the line, it'll go. Wait a minute, say it this way instead, uh, and I'll like half erase a sentence, <laughs> not getting you know. And suddenly I've got a mix of two sentences I meant to to say, and I'll go back and look at it. Well, I do the same thing kind of sometimes when I'm talking, and I know. I try to edit our show so that I'm putting out the coherent thought. So everybody gets the coherent thought and not me getting to the coherent thought. Uh, (laughs) But I don't always get to do, you know, when I'm, when I'm on somebody else's show and I'm listening back, it's like, Oh, that was, that was a horrible thing I just did right there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That, that just sucked. I think it's, I've never, I've never been hypercritical of other shows about things I do though. Um, I don't think I've run into that. Um, if the, the, the one thing I also, even on our show, like people, people will tell you the longer you do it. And if you do the editing, uh, you, you're bound to get better. You're going to get better because you're used to editing. And I, there might be some truth to that, but that's not always true. But what I also always tell people is, yeah, but my co-host doesn't edit. So what value is, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's going to talk how he always talks and I'm always going to have to edit how I edit around him. And when we're in the room again, again, we, we kind of treat it like you're sitting at the gaming table with us. So he's talking normal. I'm talking normal and I just got to deal with it in the editing. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, 
it's it's one of those aspects that I, I find very amusing. One of the things that uh, that I was I don't I don't say criticized, but I mean I guess it was criticized for was all the ums and uhs. And I never realized that I was actually saying that many ums and uhs until someone brought it to my attention. And since then, I'm, I'm you know, constantly thinking about it. So every time I say um, I'm like, ah, ah. Like <laughs> saying yeah. um will actually distract me from the thought I was trying to pause in order to get out effectively. And it just, it'll ruin the thought now. Uh. <laughs> See, that's one of the things I like about voiceover side of things because I'm reading someone else's script. And if you're reading a script, you don't have time to pause and say um and all that stuff. You're just reading the script that's in front of you. So I never have to take out ums and ahs when I'm editing for a voiceover job. <laughs> well, there you go. I just got to cut bad takes. <laughs> Only give out the good stuff. Uh, yeah, we, we do uh, many episodes. We've just started doing many episodes to to both get Kent and I more used to actually speaking. Because like, I've done a solo episode of the Ritual Misery podcast and it was an interesting experiment to say the least. Um, but what we what I'm doing is we're, we're doing these. See, and I just said um again. See now I'm uh, now that I'm actually thinking about it, it's like double critical. You're in your head. No, ah! uh, <laughs> we're actually getting you know getting our thoughts out there in a way that isn't just bouncing against each other to where we can express ourselves individually to where we're not relying on the on the interaction of the other people. And we are finding that there are often topics that. If we bring him up on the Ritual Misery podcast, it's a that's a half hour topic. Either I can say what I want to say for five minutes, or we can sit there and discuss it for half an hour. But it's not really a main topic idea. It's just something we could discuss for forever, and then we get caught in that trap. So it's kind of a way to take subjects out of the the main podcast and bring it into, hey, here's just how I feel about it, and you know, just move on. And I think that's uh that's something that that is very interesting because I will actually type out everything that I'm going to say. I sit there and crank it out and it's line by line, exactly what I'm going to say. Kent's not so much. Kent will actually just ramble through it and you know, Hey, I'm just going to keep spitting out ideas, keep spitting out ideas. (laughs) And Kent, I criticize Kent. I'm like, you know, I can tell that you're trying to read through your mind as you're going through. And he's like, yeah, but I can tell you can, you're reading through your script trying to, you know, Trying to say, <laughs> so it's it's an interesting experiment. Well, I think everything we've done with the podcast is, has brought some sort of light and, and introspection to it. There, there is an art form to being able to read and not seem like you're reading, uh, and and that's kind of again that's one of the things in voiceover you have to do all the time. I mean, I'm constantly reading other people's words, but I got to make them sound like they're my words. Uh, so yeah, that, that is a, that is a challenge. And, and like I said, on both ends and then somebody that we hybrid, we, um, bullet point, you know, for the main, main episode, mm. we just bullet point what we're going to uh, talk about, but then we just riff on it freestyle from there, uh, for, for good or bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> However it turns out, but you know, it's kind of interesting that you say that cause you say you, you kind of started the mini episodes, to kind of break that out from the main. I mean, that's kind of how our, the, the game of crowdfunding kind of stuff kind of started too. Um, again, like I said, when we first started, we were anywhere from two to four hours. And one of the things I'm, I geek out about Kickstarter as well. And obviously since I've gone down the path of consulting and all that other stuff. Um, but at the time when there was three of us in the room, the other two, not so much. So it was pretty much me talking and the other two kind of going, all right, well, when are we going to get on something that we can talk about? So that's when I kind of yanked it from there. 
and made it its own thing um, so that I don't uh, have to, you know, take up that time in the main episode that nobody else in the room is interested about. So that's kind of how we started doing that off to the side and people just kind of really started digging it. Uh, and then even Two Bald Geeks kind of started because every once in a while Cyrus would come on our podcast and I used to do horror news on the podcast because I'm a horror geek. Mm-hmm. And the other two, not so much. Uh, Jordan's wife kind of is. And so he, by proxy, kind of knows some of the stuff I'm talking about. But Michael wasn't as much. But Cyrus really is. So whenever he showed up, we would just kind of riff on horror. And the other two were kind of like, okay, <laughs> uh, when is this going to end? So Cyrus and I were like, all right, well, let's make that its own podcast. And I yanked that from there. And we don't do any of that anymore uh, in, in the main episode there either. Started a whole new podcast for that. Started uh, the game of crowdfunding stuff we kind of consider – a lot of people consider it its own podcast. We call it a standalone segment because it's still in the All Us Geeks um, feed. But we do – one of the things I like to do is I provide multiple feeds. So if there's somebody that only wants to hear the game of crowdfunding, I got a feed for them. Mm-hmm. They only want to hear all us, you know, the main episodes, I got a feed for them. If they want to hear everything, got that too. So I, I, try, I always tell people, uh, we put it out there. You consume it whatever works best for you. Right. Uh, I'm not going to – I'm not one of those guys that will corner you – if you tell me that you don't like podcasts or you've never heard a podcast or you don't know my podcast, I, I don't have that vanity issue where I've actually <laughs> been in a, in a situation where we were doing something completely different and there was a focus for what we were trying to accomplish. And somebody at the table made the mistake of saying, yeah, I don't listen to X podcast and X person was at the table and spent the rest of the time trying to convince them how easy podcasts were and how easy it was for them to listen to it and just kept slamming on them to go listen to their podcast. And I was like, really? Oh, that's, that's awful. (laughs) So when you're doing, uh, when you're doing the horror podcast, uh, is it something where you're, you, uh, figure you're going to watch a certain movie or is it just general news from the current world of, you know, like what's going on in horror hound and, and things like that. Or, or is it uh, like, cause we, we review one horror movie uh, a month uh, basically. So how it really started was uh, again, I'm a horror geek. Um, I'm directly in front of me here. I'm looking at the horror section of our movies. There are over, uh, six, seven hundred movie horror movies sitting there. Um, so originally start, yeah, everybody around here calls me Jeff Flicks. Um, people borrow <laughs> stuff all the time. So it originally, Cyrus lived a lot closer to me than he does now. So originally it was, uh, I would pick a movie off my shelf, uh, and I would borrow it to him and we would review it. Now he's moved. Um, so now we kind of just do, we try to, do whatever's on Netflix so that we make sure we can both see it. But mm-hmm. we pick one horror, I pick one horror movie a month and then we watch it and review it. Um, and we, we do it. We actually have segments. So uh, we do what we call the top two, which Cyrus makes up on the spot or he's <laughs> thought about it for a while and he tells me on the spot. And it's, it's something like, all right, Jeff, this time around, I'm going to give you two random words and you have to make a horror movie out of it, you know, uh, or you got to, you got to tell me your top favorite place to go on vacation in a horror movie, you know, something like he just something. And he tries to kind of tie it into the movie a little bit, but it's usually like right before 
we start recording. He goes, oh, by the way, Jeff, here's the topic. Okay, go. And so I don't know how long he's had to come up with his, but all of my answers are on the spot. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so we do the top two, and we call it top two because we each give a top one. Uh, so it's our top two. And then we do we talk about the movie, spoiler-free. So we give our thoughts and opinions on it, spoiler free, and then we get, and then we tell people what the next movie is going to be, and then we're like, "All right, now's your time to back out if you don't want to hear anything," and then we go full spoilers at the end. Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I've I've actually got a, a particular friend in mind that uh, her and her husband I think would would really dig that podcast because they are <laughs> all about horror stuff. They they do uh, they they do coordination for Horror Hound up in uh, Cincinnati and everything else. So they're nice. they're all about it. So if they haven't heard of that podcast, they will have. <laughs> As soon as we get off this they, and I type it into Slack, that's what that's what'll happen. <laughs> they 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 totally haven't heard of this podcast. This is one hundred percent a passion project for Cyrus and I. Uh so it it doesn't get heavily promoted. Like I said, it's got a horrible name. Two bald geeks. Of course that's a horror podcast. Uh, you know, it's but it's it's just a total passion project for the two of us. Like I said, he's very well known in the game review space. We're fairly well known in the game review space. This is our passion project that has nothing to do with gaming. Two friends getting together talking movies. Yeah, I mean, you could have called it Two Bloody Virgins," and you, you know, been way more on key to the topic. But you, you have, you have no. I, I went through. I don't know how many, uh, <laughs> and I own various domains that I thought we would potentially use. And as soon as I said Two Bald Geeks," Cyrus is like, "That's it. That's it. Oh, I don't want to hear any more. That's our name." So I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> so it's horribly named, horribly named podcast, but we have fun with it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, all right, man. Is there, uh, th- this is the point of the, of the show where I give you the, the floor to really bring up any other topics that you'd like to bring up. If there's anything that we didn't talk about, or if you want to pimp your things or do whatever you want to do. So floor is yours. Well, um, again, like I said, if, if there are people that are listening to this that are thinking about getting into podcasts, um, just go for it. Do it. You don't have to have a huge setup, all that good stuff. Um, you can start off a lot smaller. And like I said, go all the way through editing one. At that point, you'll decide if you're going to continue doing it or not. Uh, so like I said, I've helped a few people start podcasts. I'm always willing to answer questions. Um, so beyond that, <laughs> uh to kind of shamelessly pimp my stuff, I guess. Uh, again, I run United Geeks Network, which is an online media network. Uh, it's not just podcasts. So we have uh, bloggers and YouTubers and podcasters uh, on the network. It's a, a small kind of like I, I consider everybody on their family. We uh, help promote each other. Uh, we do promos for all the shows. Um, the UnitedGeeksNetwork.com site actually has all the feeds of all the shows and goes out to social media and all that good stuff. Um, so that, that's kind of my, my baby. And that all started around allusgeeks.com. Allusgeeks is my main podcast. Uh, and how I kind of talk about that one is, you know, we have, it's a podcast about all things geek related, but with a core focus on reviewing at least one game, an episode. So we're going to talk about what we watch, what we play, what we read, well, you know, I'm going to have those standalone segments that are about Kickstarter projects, typically tabletop game Kickstarter projects. Uh, so there's there's that. That's uh, my main flagship. We're going on four years in March. If you join in March, I apologize now. I always people that that listen to us in March um, have a very special place in my heart because in March, 
Uh, we do a pledge drive, which is partially for charity. Uh, it's partially to make sure our bills get paid. But I do 31 days of podcasting. I podcast every single day for 31 days to give back to people that are giving us money for charity. So, oh wow! Uh, I always have a special place in my heart for people that write me and say, "I joined during the 31 pod- days of podcasting and I stayed." <laughs> <laughs> you are you are a glutton for punishment. <laughs> um, wow, that sounds really cool. Then, actually, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 draining. It's exhausting, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and and. Like this last year, I had a lot of people on from the United Geeks Network throughout the 31 days. I talked to a few listeners. Um, it's always a good time. And there are people that to this day tell me that's their favorite time of year. I don't know how to take that. I don't know because sometimes they'll say, yeah, when you get down into that 28, 29 days and you're just dragging Jeff, that's awesome. I'm like, Thank you. Uh, and then uh, two, two Ball Geeks, again, the horror movie review. We talked about that. And the Game Crafter official podcast. Uh, the Game Crafter is a company that does print-on-demand games, so you can go out there, uh, upload your files, get a, a one-off copy of your tabletop game. Um, I've been in that community since 2009. Uh, I really enjoy that community. So JT and I, I approached JT and said, hey, how would you like to do a podcast for – uh, your community, and he said, "Let's go for it. As long as you're involved, let's do it." And uh, this end of December will be our year for that one. So nice, nice, very cool. <laughs> of course, people can follow you on uh, on Twitter at All Us Geeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a Facebook page out there, Facebook.com slash All Us Geeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we uh, <laughs> I see a trend. We, we try to get clever. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it, it, in case they don't do the Twitter or the Facebook, it's AllUsGeeks.com. So just just find all his geeks and it wasn't very hard for me to find. And I got plenty of information (laughs) before the show. So I appreciate that. As for Ritual Misery and the Undaunted podcast, uh, if you want to support us, you can go to ritualmisery.com forward slash support. Uh, I want to give my very special thanks to my guest, Jeff King, for this show. It's been a great conversation. Uh, uh, Thank you for giving me uh, 45 minutes to an hour of your time. Uh, Very awesome. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ethan Kane. Yes, my name's Anthony. Yes, my nickname's Amos. And yes, my Twitter handle is Ethan Kane. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was late to the branding game. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, you can follow the show, Undaunted Cast, on Twitter. Uh, RitualMisery.com has all the, everything else that you need. Uh, thank you to Kevin McLeod for allowing us to use your music. Great music over there on UncomTech.com for... Uh, for podcasts and gen- general purpose and things like that. Uh, for me, for Jeff, and for all the aspiring and veteran podcasters out there, thank you for joining us on this journey. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on, man. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>